success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today on the She's Invincible podcast. And do we have an invincible one to introduce you to today? Amy Joy is a number one international bestselling author, a breakthrough strategist at Amy Joy Coaching, and is the founder and CEO of Upaya Healing Center. Amy is also currently a proud coach for Wingman Coaching, a sacred comp combo facilitator, Reiki master, and is certified in sound, instant miracle, and crystal healing. Amy worked four years as a missionary in the jungles of Papua New Guinea, is a single mother of two sons by birth, plus another son by unofficial adoption. She escaped an abusive marriage, started over in a foreign country, and is now thriving and living her best life. She is also a child of the planet, having visited 62 countries. Amy loves people and is passionate about helping and inspiring them to live extraordinary lives. Oh my gosh, Amy, <laughs> it is so great to have you here today on the She's Invincible podcast. Thank you, Cammie. I'm really excited to be here. Oh my gosh. So fun. We talked so many months ago and I was so excited and the time is finally here. So, and I can't wait to tell everyone what that is, but for now, <laughs> let's jump in. Let's tell our listeners how in the world did you get where you are today and what makes you invincible? All right. So, uh, little Amy was born in Canada. I grew up in a missionary school. So my parents trained missionaries. It was very male dominant. Uh, and it was very hard to be a girl in that, in that environment. Ended up though, going through four years of college myself to be specialized in unwritten languages and spent four years in a tribal village in Papua New Guinea. As Cami said, I uh, lived there and worked there, learned their language, their culture, helped medically, uh, did a lot of beautiful things, and was living uh, a hellish existence with an abusive husband. Ended up running for my life and ended up in Mexico, where I have raised my sons alone. And uh, now I'm here uh, helping others reprogram their minds and and helping their their hearts heal so that they can have the best possible life. Uh, I am invincible. I am, yeah, invincible uh, because I'm willing to get uncomfortable. I'm willing to do the work. And sometimes that work re requires being uncomfortable. And uh, But the other side is so worth it. So I love that. Wow, what a story. I can't wait to break this all down. So 
Okay. So, (laughs) so tell us a little bit of the in-between part of like, you know, you went from this to now I'm here. What were some of the the things that you had done, some of the work that you had done in the world before you made that great escape and, and, you know, transitioned into what you're doing now? Yeah. So, um, I, I worked with special needs kids. I worked with autistic and down syndrome, uh, alcohol, fetal, uh, fetal alcohol, uh, syndrome, uh, and really enjoyed that, worked in the school system. Uh, and then when I moved to Mexico, I, I worked in sales. I worked in Timeshare. And I know Timeshare has a really bad rap, but I worked for a wonderful company that made a difference in people's lives. And that's how I saw what I was doing. And I helped families get together every year, sometimes multiple times a year, that they wouldn't have if they hadn't bought into something that makes them makes them go. So I really enjoyed, I still get together with a lot of my clients now. They're, they're my people, they're my people. I love that. I actually, I am all about timeshare. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I love that same time next year thing where it's like a, a reunion every year at the same place with the same people and you get to catch up and have, you know, stay in touch throughout the year. And that's, that's my favorite thing. So I love that you actually were a part of that because I love it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I do that in Aruba. So that's what oh, I, beautiful. Yeah, that's what I do there. Wow. This is so fun. So you've really done a lot of things like for, with an educational background and working with special ed and then, uh, you know, sales, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, so different. So, and then to be, you know, moving into this place where you are now and so much fun. So I love what you're doing. Like I totally love uh, all like meditation, manifestation. Like I totally believe in all of that. I have seen firsthand how meditation has calmed my nervous system. Um, I don't know if you do breath work. So we'll just, we're going to jump in and talk about everything, but I I've been doing that lately and that has made a huge difference for me. Yeah. I, I actually tell my breath work person, like you, you are what keeps me alive. So, uh-huh. so I love what you're doing. And so let's jump in and let's tell our listeners. I mean, there's still a lot of people, believe it or not, that are out there that think this is all so woo woo. Uh, but yeah, let's explain what meditation actually is and it's intended purpose, right? For you and why people would do it. Perfect. So I was like you a little bit in that I didn't understand it. And I definitely believed that I couldn't do it because I, I had a one gear and it was fifth gear (laughs) and I am learning how that there's other gears actually. And, um, and so meditation was, was my starting point in slowing, slowing the mind down. Um, what's interesting is meditation isn't so much about making the thoughts stop. It's about that glorious moment when you realize that you have a thought and when you bring it yourself to the present is when you're in that glorious moment of the, of the moment of the present. And you just keep bringing yourself back, bringing yourself back, bringing yourself back. And uh, the more you do it, the longer space there are between the thoughts. And what that does is it opens up this unbelievable void of amazing, like to the point, strategic uh, wisdom from what I believe is the divine or the quantum or whatever you want to call it, your divine. And and oof, you just it it's the 
it's the hack, Cammy. It's the hack. Mm, it's like it's cracking the shortcut. The Right? It's, it's the, the shortcut. Shortcut. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, I'm Dutch, so I'm very efficient. <laughs> <laughs> I want the, I want the shortest, fastest way to wherever I'm going. And meditation for me has has been that. So let's let's break that down. So let's explain that because people that don't understand it aren't going to even understand that statement. So so what sure. happens du- during meditation? Like you know, what is it going to do for you? Well, what it does is it scientifically, it actually lower, lowers your blood pressure. It lowers your heart rate. It, it, um, it balances the parasympathetic, the parasympathetic nervous system gets activated. Um, it does a whole lot of things for your body. So scientifically, there's all kinds of studies. You can study Dr. Joe Dispenza. I've been to three of his events. He's amazing. He breaks it down really, really good. Um, it helps your heart muscles relax. Um, it, it nitric nitric oxide is released during a certain section of, of the meditation I'm about to teach you. Uh, there's, there's so many things that that meditation does for your body and for your mind. Oh, I love it. So who should be practicing meditation? In my humble opinion, anyone who is breathing, everyone right yeah who's breathing who's trying to live (laughs) and even kids like pretty young i'd say you know three they're not going to meditate long but three and up so there's medical benefits to this right so that's that's good for your body then Mm -hmm. what about your mind because i like that is that place where your mind goes right so we're used to it always chattering we're used to the mind always going And that creates, quite frankly, a mess. And so if you can slow those thoughts down and if you can make it where there's moments where you don't even have any, oof, it it puts everything in a in a in a peaceful, restful state, which is no different than we we go to bed at night, we sleep, no? Because we need to rest. We need to also rest our mind because imagine a mind that never stops. That isn't healthy any more than you would think that not sleeping would be healthy. So it's very important that we slow things down and and let there be some space in between the thoughts. I love that. And that is so important because I know for me, you know, like I'll go eight hours straight without, without stopping and my, and, Mm -hmm. but flip from this thing to this thing, to this thing. Right. And so my mind is always overcharged and, uh, and almost, I want to say overwhelmed. So I can see how that could really help. So let's talk about this as it relates to manifestation and the Mm -hmm. manifesting of, of the good stuff. Well, I mean, we can manifest bad stuff too, right? So we have to talk about being careful (laughs) about that as well. Uh, So, but let's start with manifesting, you know, in general. Oof, this is a huge topic for me. This is one I get really, really excited about. Uh, We have to raise our frequency. This is what I'm on a mission to do is to raise my frequency and to help others do that as well, because I feel that it's the most important thing that we can do right now. And uh, in a world where, you know, there's pain and hurt and war, sometimes that's the only thing that we actually have control over that we can do. And that is to raise our frequency. And so when it comes to manifesting, you want to be in a high frequency because you always are manifesting at the frequency that you are vibrating at. 
So if you're in a low vibration in that you're angry or scared or feeling guilty or shame, just so you know, is at the bottom of the barrel, guys, people, folks, you've got to run from shame. It is the worst. It is the lowest frequency. And we have to eradicate it from our lives, in my humble opinion. Um, and so when you're in those lower frequencies, that's what you're manifesting, other things that are at that frequency. But when you get over the line of change, which is above 200 in frequency, and you can look at Dr. David Hawkins' book, Power Versus Force, explains all this more. Um, then you're into, into a beautiful state. This is when you have joy and you have peace and you have hope. And, um, and at that level of frequency, that's where you want to manifest magic and beautiful things and, uh, the, the things that you want to see happen. Yeah. So I remember learning about this, uh, several years ago, probably three years ago for the first time, believe it or not. Like I heard people say like vibration mm -hmm. and, you know, that energy and things like that. But, and when I, and when it was explained to me, I totally didn't understand it. I didn't even know the questions to ask. So I feel a little more equipped right now. Uh, so one of the things I want to ask you is this, what is the simplest and most efficient way to raise your vibration? So like, say you're stuck in that place where you're sad and depressed. I mean, these things happen, like it's life and those things cause you to feel that way. How do you turn that around, get out of that low energy vibration state and increase that without all the damage, right? The longer we stay down, like the worse things get. So yes. Yeah. So what, what is your formula for this? How much time do I have? Because I have, <laughs> I can give you four steps or I can give you one. <laughs> uh, uh, give, give me four. I'll take four. Okay. Yeah. All I think right. this is great. So this is, I have a tattoo of this. This is the one tattoo I have and it's of this. And that's because it's that revolutionary. It's that impactful. I'm very excited to show and share it. I'm so glad you asked him. So the first way, if you have a pen, write this down. You're not going to remember later. You're going to think, what was that cool thing I heard? So write this down. The first thing is this. You got to move your body. You got to move, move, move your body. And the first thing you can do is smile. The second thing you can do is breathe. You, most of the time when we're stressed out or miserable, it's because we're breathing shallowly. We need to breathe into the bottom of our bellies. And the third thing is to move. Go for a walk, stretch, run in place. I used to, and timeshare those days, I used to go into the bathroom and literally run around and jump around like a crazy person. And I didn't care because that changed my state. And I'm responsible for my state. And so that's step one. Number two is change your focus. What are you focused on? There's the half, the cup half full, half empty, but here's the hack. Okay. All you have to do is ask this one question and it's this, what am I thankful for? Gratitude is the rocket ship to joy. What am I thankful for? Keep asking the question until you feel differently. Number three, is what are you telling yourself? It's your language, it's your verbiage. And usually when we're in a, in a crappy state, we are telling ourselves all kinds of lies. Like I'm not good enough. <laughs> I'm too fat. I'm too skinny. I'm too educated. I'm too uneducated. I'm too fast. I'm too slow, whatever. And it's BS. It's just not true. And so, but we first have to realize what we're saying and then we replace it with, with what's true. And then you got to do it with some gumption. You got to go, what's true is, I'm amazing. What's true is I'm figuring it out. What's true is if I don't know, I'll find someone who does and I'll learn. This is life. No, 
And so when you tell yourself the truth, then all of a sudden you get to feel different because when you have crappy thoughts, you feel crappy. Right. <laughs> it's really simple. The other way is if you feel crappy, you have crappy thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's that realization that you're in a crappy state and then number one, uh, move number two, change your focus. Number three, change your story. And number four, and this can be number one, but we as humans often leave it till last is this connecting, connecting to source, connecting to the quantum, connecting to your divine, connecting to whatever higher power you believe in and realize that we're not alone. We have all this infinite power around us and in us, and we have access to it at any point. And sometimes we forget. And so when we can connect with that, then it changes everything. Oh my gosh, this is so great. I love it. All right. So back to this manifesting now. So we'll go back there because I, I kind of took you on a little detour. Um, but let's talk about, yeah, like the energy and to raise the vibration. I love this. So let's talk about manifesting. Okay. So in order to manifest what you actually want versus what you don't want, again, you need to get into that high vibration. And I just taught you those four little tricks, so to speak, to get into a high vibration. Again, gratitude. If you can only remember one of those things, gratitude is the rocket ship to joy. So you're going to get into a place of gratitude. And that's what I do in my meditations is I get into a place of gratitude. I slow my mind down and then I get grateful and then once I have that feeling, and you know that feeling of gratitude, yes. you know when your tears almost, you know, you get teary sometimes, you're just so grateful. And sometimes, you know, if it's a hard day, you know, it's hard to even think of something, but you're breathing, your heart beats 100,000 times a day without you having to ask it to. You have arms, legs. If you don't have arms and legs, you have a torso, like your heart's beating. Like I have a friend who literally has no arms and legs and he is living life to the fullest. The point is, is there's always something to be thankful for. And, and when you get into that frequency of gratitude, that's when you're able to manifest and what you want to do, here's the secret, <laughs> which I think was left out of the secret <laughs> is you've got to feel the feeling of whatever it is that you want to manifest as if it's already happened past tense. The mind doesn't know the difference between reality and not reality. So we might as well create whatever, whatever it is we want. So if it's um, a new job that you want, then what does that job feel like? Think about the job. Think about coming home and, and telling your significant other, I got the job and doing the party and you're feeling the party and you're, 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 you got that first paycheck and you're cashing it and the feelings that you just feel it all like it's already happened. You can see your new coworkers and how you get along and you go out for coffee sometimes and you just go through the whole picture and you just sit there and smile your face off at this beautiful vision of what, of what is. And it's happened past tense. It's already happened. And then you're just so grateful that that's already happened. Then you get up and you let it go and you let the universe conspire to make it happen. And it does. That sounds so easy. Doesn't it? <laughs> You've done your work here. 
just let it go. <laughs> but I've seen it happen in my own life. So like, I can totally sit here and have this conversation with you and say like, yes, I have seen it. I have, I have had visions of things that uh, I wanted to manifest and to the point where I actually saw it happening and I had tears and, and then mm. it happened. And like, I knew it was going to yeah. happen because I had the tears. Right. So like, I felt the feeling and I was there and it was happening and I felt all that oh. and it hadn't happened yet. But then when it did, I felt the same thing I felt when I was driving the car down the road and that came over me. So I get that. Yes. And I get that. And so, but you know what, it's still as much as you, like for me, I've seen it. It's still hard to get people to believe it. It's almost like you want to say to people, well, why don't you just prove that it doesn't happen? Right. So go out there and prove Mm. it. And then they come back and they say it happened. Right. So it's interesting. I I would suggest starting with something small because you do have to build your belief because if you don't actually believe it, it won't happen. Whatever you believe is, is what's possible. And the problem is, is we put limits on our beliefs. (laughs) Um, So this, I started with a cup of coffee and I didn't drink coffee. So I thought this would be a stretch, you know, no, everyone knows I don't drink coffee. And, and, and so I was like, I'm going to manifest a cup of coffee. Someone's going to ask me today if I want a cup of coffee which, which was not, you know, something I did normally. And so sure enough, later that afternoon, my friend says, you want a cup of coffee? And I went, what? (laughs) (laughs) And I, I, I freaked out. I, I freaked out. I was like, Oh my goodness. And so from that moment on, I just kept testing and you know what the universe is okay with you testing and, and, and trying and it, it's all fun. It's all okay. And, uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. I love manifesting. I I manifest parking spots. I get rockstar parking 99% of the time because I believe I'll have it and because I see it and my kids know I'm like, "Okay guys, rockstar parking." And they're like, "Yeah, mom." And then sure enough, I get rockstar parking. That's awesome. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So let's flip it. Let's talk about manifesting the bad things because <sighs> oh, all the negative thoughts that people have in their heads and you know, yeah. and then, yeah. And then that affects them. They don't understand that. And then they're like, I knew this was going to happen. Uh, hello, you manifested it, right? Truly. Yeah. Truly. So- and this one's hard to talk about. Um, when my guru, uh, my, my teacher, guru coach, um, when he, when he first told me, he says, well, you, you manifested this. I was like, what? I got, I got mad actually. <laughs> I was like, there is no way that I manifested an abusive husband and, and, and all of this stuff, you know? Oh, and now I know it's totally true. I mean, I was a bully to my sister and, and, um, you know, I, there's a lot of, a lot of things that I can now see, you know, I didn't think I had value. So I put up with stuff that could have ended sooner if I had, if I had believed I had value. Um, but I want to share this because I think this is really, um, potent. My, my best girlfriend, and you're going to hear that in my, well, later we'll talk about it, but, um, she visualized almost every night that someone was going to break in and hurt her in her house. And for years, since she was a teenager, she, she believed that someone was going to come in, break in and hurt her. And one day I get a call from her and it's her with a really weak voice. And she says, I just got stabbed. 
And I was like, what? And I, long story short, I ran to her side and she now knows, she knows we've talked about it, that she manifested that situation. She literally called it to her every night for years. And that is basically what happened. A guy came in, broke in and ended up stabbing her. Now, because she knew what I just told you, those four steps, she was able to control her state and she was able to save her life. And, and she is now a bright shining light. However, she also knows that that was, that was years of manifesting from, from a vibration of fear. And that, that's exactly the point that I wanted to make was that it's right. It's the thoughts that you think and the things that you believe mm-hmm. that, you know, we're so worried about what we don't want to happen, that we cause it to happen. And yeah. so, and I love what you said, like it, your, your mind doesn't really know the difference, right? So let's just tell it all the good stuff. If it's going to give you whatever you tell it, why would you say anything negative, right? Exactly. Oh my gosh, I love it. Well, this is so awesome. Is there anything else you want to share with us about uh, this, just this part of meditation and manifesting? I think the key is is to not create separation in that I want, I want, I want, and that I don't have, okay? It, the idea is, is you have this beautiful idea of what it is that, yes, you desire because the English language is lacking, and so I have to use that word, and you've already, you already have it, you already experienced it, already exists in, in what's possible in the, in the, in the cosmos, And so you're experiencing as if it happens now. The secret to happiness is this, write this down. (laughs) It's having dreams, goals, and desires and being 100% content for what is right now in your life. And when you're in that, when you have that thinking, that's, that's when magic happens. Oh, I love that. Say that again, Amy, one more time for the people in the back of the room. Okay. The secret to happiness is this. You can have all the goals and dreams and desires you want. Please do. Please, please dream big and be 100% content for what is right now, who you are, what you have, where you live, everything. It's all perfect. It's all for your good. It's all, it's all beautiful. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, now I cannot wait to talk about your new book that just launched yesterday. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. This has been a work over such a long period of time. I know when we spoke months ago and yes, and this is so great. So let's tell our listeners about your book. It is called get your shit together how to go from fear to freedom. Oh my gosh, what a title. So let's go (laughs) tell our listeners, Amy, why do they need to get this book? What is it that you're talking about that could help them or or change their life? All right. Well, I believe we've all been given programs, programs from our parents, from our teachers, from our schools, from our government, from our language, from our friends, programs that we didn't ask for, Programs that often don't serve us. And if we don't reprogram them, then we are literally as good as zombies. Visualize this. I want you to visualize a bunch of zombies walking up against the fence and they're all just stuck at the fence. 
right? And then I want you to visualize you waking up and looking around and go, oh, why am I here? I don't want to be here. And you turn around, you go the other way. And that takes intention. That takes waking up. That, that takes becoming an observer of what's going on in your mind and your heart and in your actions. And when you become that observer, then you get to redesign the program. <laughs> and it's amazing. I love my life. I am in love with my life. And it's because I have designed it. I have reprogrammed it and I don't suffer hardly at all anymore because I've learned how not to. And I think everyone has the right to know how not to suffer. And, and so it, the book lays it out. It's basically a workbook on, on the questions to ask yourself on uh, what your programs are, what to realize what they are, and then the steps on how to redesign it and used by stories backed by my crazy, incredible up and down adventuresome life. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. It's, I can't wait to read it. It sounds amazing. And Thank so you. I'm so looking forward to getting that in my hands, but congratulations to you. And for our listeners, if you click the show notes, as you're listening, you will find the link and you can click right in and order Amy's new book. It's called Get Your Shit Together, How to Go from Fear to Freedom, and it could change your life. So congratulations, Amy, on your success and this achievement. And I just can't wait to celebrate you as, you. Yes, as you just make your way up the charts. So, so much mm. fun. Well, let's do this. Let's tell our listeners where they can find you. AmyJoyCoaching.com. Love it. Love it. Love it. So amyjoycoaching.com. And if you're in the car or you're jogging on the track, don't worry about it. Just click the, click the link in the show notes and it will take you right to Amy. Everything is there for you. Well, Amy, this has been amazing. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Such a joy to have you here and learn more about meditation, manifesting. Oh, this could change people's lives if they would just lean into it and learn and practice, right? And so, yes. yeah, so like, I think I said this in the beginning, like, go, if you don't believe in it, prove it wrong, just go try it out, right? Try out the theory and then come back and tell Amy it didn't work. It will never happen. I can't see it happening, uh -uh. but I love what you said about you have to believe it or it's not going to happen. So I think like that is such the answer to that, that whole thing. Hey, I hope you're enjoying this episode. And just before we get to the good stuff, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly, I have this great announcement for you. We are starting the Pod Power Hour, which is a virtual event that's going to happen on Wednesdays at noon Eastern. And so if you've ever thought about having a podcast, if you have questions, if you are a podcaster, and you wanna come and meet other podcasters and learn what's new, what's happening, tips and tricks to be better at this amazing passion of podcasting that you have, we would love for you to join us. We're gonna have experts there that are gonna be sharing their genius. It's gonna be amazing. So, and if you're a host and you wanna come meet some amazing uh, people that could be potential guests for you on your show, come on out. What a great way to get exposure. 
be sure to check it out on my website at camilehman.com as well as follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Whatever is your favorite platform, we will have registration there. You do need to register to attend and it is on Zoom. So super simple, just one hour every other Wednesday. We start on May 4th, so don't miss out. Get registered today. We can't wait to see you there. You have moved from fighting cancer to discovering how to live beyond it. But what now? With so many emotional side effects still unknown, as a new survivor, you find yourself in a void as you navigate through the isolation, fear, and an uncertain future that can overshadow you and your family for years to come. Instead of focusing on the uncertainty of cancer, consider how strong and determined you are and think of the strength demonstrated by those who stood beside you through it all. Consider this. You now get to choose who you want to be and what your intentional, fulfilled life can look like. You made it through treatment. We can help you define yourself as a survivor. We're here to help you through this moment, to walk beside you as you shift your mindset from counting the days of life to creating a legacy. For more information, visit www.adventuretherapyfoundation.org or contact us at info at adventurefound.org. You know, on the She's Invincible podcast, we promise our listeners we're going to bring them fierce female entrepreneurs and we are going to spotlight their expert zone of genius, which you have done so well. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Thank you. We're not done because we also promise them that while we're we're shining the light on you and all of your success and achievement, that we are also going to pull back the curtain because as entrepreneurs, we need to tell the truth right? We make it look so easy. They see you now. They celebrate you now. They have no idea what your journey looked like. They have no idea how many obstacles you overcame or how many times you needed or wanted to give up and abandon your dreams. And yet here you are. And so we are going to pull back the curtain right now and we are going to tell the truth. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's do it. So we're going to start with the good. Amy, tell us a story about the good or the greatest part of your journey. I would have to say that is that was in finding my guru, my coach, my trainer, my friend, my spiritual master. His name is Josh. And he changed my sons and my life completely. The smartest thing I did for us was to hire him weekly every every week for six years. That's what we did weekly, got coaching for six years. And I I can't even, I, I would not be who I am today without that coaching, without that work, without that healing, without the crying, the, the crying that I did. Uh, And, but you got to get that stuff out we can't, we can't hold it in. It messes with us. It creates dis-ease. It creates disease. That's another whole thing to talk about. But the best thing, the best thing was to, to get a coach. I highly recommend you get a coach, get a coach. If you're not a rock star at it already, you need a coach. 
I think even if you are a rock star at it already, right? Like it's like you never get to that highest level. Like there's always more. You can always be always. better. And so, yeah, so I love that. And I think that's so important. Okay, so uh, where did you meet this Josh? Like, I mean, it sounds like he's like, you know, fell from the sky, from the heavens. He kind of did. The universe conspired. I was, I was calling out for help. And uh, my brother had gone to him, vetting him for, for our business, actually. And he goes, you got to see this guy. And the way he said it was like super serious. And like, I'm like, OK, like he's a trainer. Like, well, well all right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, one day I woke up and I was at the end of my rope. And I'm like, I need Josh. And I went I went to my brother and I said, I need Josh. I need him now. Can you see if he's available today? And he looks at me, he goes, okay. <laughs> and so he called him for me. And three hours later, I was sitting in front of him. And now eight, eight years later, he is, he's my person. He's my, he, I, I don't see him weekly any, anymore, but, but uh, my kids do. And uh, he's, he was like a, a father figure for them. They didn't have a dad. Right. So, um, uh, I just, I could go on for years. On, on the it. on the growth and yeah. on the healing and on the the awakening. And is this is this in your in book? Us. Is it in your yes. book? Oh, good. He's all so. over my he's all over my book because he is part of my journey. Yes, period. I love that. So we'll we'll read the book and we'll hear more stories about that. That's yes. amazing. Well, thank you. So you're grateful for Josh for sure. Oh, so much. Yeah. So okay. So let's move on to the bad because the good is always good, right? It always feels good. But tell yeah. tell us a story about the bad. We're gonna save the ugly for last. But tell us a story about <laughs> the bad part of the journey. Okay. Well, I would have to say that the bad part was was being married to an abusive husband. Uh, from the day of my wedding, things changed, and it was night and day. And I now know. In hindsight, I could I could have left a few months into our our our, our marriage, but I I believed I was married and I I was stuck and there was no way out and um and the 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 mental emotional physical uh, spiritual abuse uh, was 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 terrible was it was awful and then uh, trying to protect the kids trying to keep them safe trying to um, make them okay, like in this mess, in this terrible, terrible mess, the energy was dark. And I never knew at one moment from the other where, where he was at, what level of anger he was, he was at and how safe or unsafe I was. And um, it was years, it was years, it was almost eight years like that. Um, so yeah. Mm. And so you got away from that. Yes. So we'll move on. Let's move on to, yeah. I just want our listeners to know like, yeah, she's safe. She's still not, oh, she's yeah, not still so living. Good. She's not living in that anymore. <laughs> no. um, so let's move on to the ugly part of that journey. Mm -hmm. So leaving was huge because I was not just leaving him. I was leaving my career. I was leaving everything. I, I was a missionary and you're not allowed to be divorced in, in the organization I was in. So it meant leaving every, everybody I knew. I grew up in this bubble and, and, uh, and so to leave everyone I knew and, and him uh, was, was probably the hardest, ugliest 
soul sucking time of my life. I had a year and a half of migraines. I was suffering. <laughs> I, I was literally involuntarily twitching uh, at times. It was, I was trying to be one step ahead of this guy all the time. Uh, he was harassing us. And so we ended up, it got so bad that I ended up having to pick up my kids and run, literally run to Mexico. It sounds like a movie, but um and so I moved there here with, I'm still here. I love Mexico um, with just my parents and my siblings knowing. So for 12 years, my grandparents, my cousins, my uncles and aunts, my friends, nobody knew where I was. And uh, my grandparents actually died not knowing where we were. Uh, but it was that serious. And, um, and so starting over, starting over in a new country, starting over in a new language alone, uh, I didn't have a husband. I didn't have anybody to help. I didn't have anybody to, for childcare. Cause who do you trust when you're brand new in a place? Right. Um, and so those were, that was, whew, that was hard. It, it kind of takes my breath away even talking about, it. I mean, I now know it was the best thing that ever happened. Uh, and it was ugly. It was hard. <laughs> yeah, that is hard. And it's scary, right? Because you're not yeah. only trying to protect yourself, but you're also trying to protect your children. And that yeah. and that's really scary. Uh, yeah, and it does sound like a movie. So <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go here, which, you know, a lot of times I'll go places like this. But okay. what would you say to other and I, I hate to say women because nowadays men are being abused as well. So what would you say to a person who mm -hmm. was being abused, who was trapped or afraid or, you know, really stuck in a situation that was harmful and could be deadly and very negative. What would you say today? Like, what would you have done different if you could back then? And yeah. what do you recommend? Ooh, okay. That's uh, my brain is flying because this is one of the things I'm most passionate about. And it's why I wrote the book, honestly, is to help people in a, in abusive situations, yeah. um, get out. So the first thing I had to realize was that I wasn't valuing myself and I was on a plane and you know how it says in the case of lack of cabin pressure, masks will fall from the ceilings. If you're with a child, place the mask on yourself first and then assist the child. And I literally out loud with my babies right there with me, I had a two and a baby. And I said, hell no, I wouldn't do it. And the lady next to me says, honey. And she said it in such a way. I was like, yes. <laughs> and she's like, if you're not around, who's going to be there for the kids? And for the first time in my life, honest to God, I was like, I factor in. I, I get to choose me. Like it had never occurred to me that I was part of this, the, the scenario I was raised. You give, you give, you give, you give, you serve, you serve, you serve, you serve. And I got to tell you, it's rampant. It's rampant in the world. You have to do this for your boyfriend, do that for your husband. You have to, and, and at, at your own detriment, at your own sacrifice. And it's bullshit. Sorry, can I say shit? I think so. That's the title <laughs> of your book. So I think we've already broken that law. So we're good. I, I figured. Okay, good. Um, so it's just not true. And so you got to realize that you factor in, that you get to choose you. You get to have the life that you want. And if you are living a life that is not the life that you want, then you get to choose different. That's number one step. 
I always say the Oprah and God got me out because I would sit in the tribe and I'd watch an hour of Oprah in the afternoon when the kids are on a nap. And I saw these women for me, they were my inspiration and how they weren't settling and they were choosing different. And I was like, okay, I don't have to choose this. This is my choice actually. Yes. So you have a choice. And if you're staying, know that you're staying because you're choosing to. If you don't like it, get out. Now there's a way to do it. If you're with, if you're with a dangerous person, there's a way to do it. You need to be very careful. You need to read my book, quite frankly, because it was, it was written for you. And you need to couple that with another book called, why does he do that? I'm so excited to share this. Why does he do that? Get uh, getting into the mind of angry and controlling men. It's by Lundy Bancroft, I believe saved my life. I read, I read it after the fact and realized I left textbook. I don't know how I knew how to leave in the way that I left, but I left textbooked. And most people are, most people leave and go back eight times. Please may this not be you. Please, please, please. If you're in an abusive situation, get help. Tell somebody that's the first step. Tell somebody I didn't tell anybody. And that's why I lasted eight years like this. It was terrible. I should have told somebody. Tell somebody, realize you have value, and then get help on how to leave safely because that is a very real thing and there is a way you can do it. Oh, that's so good. So good. And, you know, for our listeners, and I will put the link in the show notes, but if you go to my website on the bottom of the homepage, there actually is the number to the hotline for domestic violence uh, and so just go to click the link, go there. It's at the bottom, just scroll to the bottom and there's actually an 800 number and a place to click where you can go to their site and they give you instructions on how to erase that memory from your computer. So if you go to it, there's no tracing it back onto the computer in the history. So yes. there are safe ways. There are people you can call and you can get the help that you need and that you're not stuck you just have to summons the courage, right? So summons the courage to do the scary thing, but it'll be the last time, right? When you finally get out, you you don't have to do that again. And so it just takes one time. And, and you're like, going to do this. You're going to go, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And you're going to kiss the ground you walk oh. on and you're going to hug your kids. Right. And so, so if, if anyone here is listening to this right now and they're in that situation, you can mm. click the links in the show notes, you guys reach out to Amy, go to the website, Please. get the link, call for help, tell a friend and be safe. Oh my gosh. Oh, yes. Amy, this has been amazing. I'm so sorry that you have this story to tell, but I'm so grateful because it's made you who you are. And do you think that you would have ever done the great things that you have stepped into had you not lived that part of your life? Oh, I, I want to share this. I'm, I'm teary just thinking about it. Here's the reality. If I had to do it all again, I would. I'm glad I don't, That's right. <laughs> but I actually would because of the people that I've been able to help because of the beautiful children I have, because of who I am now, because of those, those trials and those tribulations, I would do it all again. And that's why doing the work is worth it because I can actually look you in the eyes and say that that is a fact. I am not a victim. Those are the biggest gifts of my life. They were the biggest teachers of my life. 
And that can be your story too, but you got to do the work and you got to be uncomfortable and you got to be dance with the fear. You just take the fear with you. Just dance, do it a little jig, just spin around with it and keep moving. And, and it's worth it. Oh, Amy, I love that. I love that. Well, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for being with us. You guys get Amy's book right now. Click the link. Her book is called Get Your Shit Together, How to Go from Fear to Freedom. And you just got to hear her story. So, you know, she is telling you from experience. This is not theory. This is not, you know, some story that someone wrote in a book. She literally did the thing that she's writing about in this book, and she can help you to do the thing and you can live your best life too. Thank you, Amy, so much for being here. To our listeners, to our listeners, I have no idea where you are in your life or your business, but if you're face down on the ground right now, get back up, girl. Get back up. You can do it. Tell them, Amy. Do it. Get up. Jump. Jump. (laughs) That's it. Jump. Get back up. Take the first step. You can do anything. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.